Hey lovely, before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to take this opportunity to extend a deep, heartfelt invitation to you. In a world where we can become so easily focused on all of the learnings and unravelings, on all the in-depth exploration and absorbing of new information, jumping from one thing to the next, courses, classes, books, all the content available out there that's for consumption, I invite you to picture yourself in a soft and sacred space where there is nothing for you to do but simply be. No expectation or requirement of you but to arrive and experience. That is the space I want to invite you into, beautiful heart. I want to invite you to Wild Kin. Wild Kin is deliciously simple. And its name says it all. It is the convergence of just that, your wild kin. It is a gathering of kindred spirits who desire the same thing that you desire, a profound surge of inner knowing, an exquisite sense of reconnection and an expansion into realms unseen. And I will be your guide as we gather in ceremonial space once a month for three months. Think of it like a day in your calendar or an event, if you will, that you've penciled in and that you look forward to every single month. It's an event that ripples through your days and weeks and it creates a soft landing place for you to anchor, explore, expand and receive It's a space where you can gently ease your hands off the wheel and know that there's nothing that you need to know or do other than just let yourself be taken to where your soul is wishing to meet you. So Wildkin, simply put, is a three-month journey consisting of three intentionally crafted ceremonies led by me. If you love this podcast, if you love the vibe, of this podcast, you are going to love Wild Kin and the journeys and the space that we hold together. We begin on February 2nd, which is the day of Lamas or Lunasaur, which is the first harvest festival within the wheel of the year. It kicks off the onset of autumn and the shift toward the darker months, the darker half of the year. Such a potent day to gather for our first ceremony. I cannot wait. You can sign up and join us below. The link is in the show notes and you can receive the early bird price, which gives you 25% off the full price. If you sign up before Friday, January 21st, which is also the day when I'll be announcing our theme for this first season. And let me tell you, it's juicy. It's going to be so beautiful. I honestly can't wait. So you can sign up now for the early bird price of 222 and that covers the full three months. Or you can wait to hear what theme will be carrying us through our journey together, which is when this offering will also go up to the full price of $2.99. But if you know you want to join us, if you know you want to gather with us as wild kin, 
head to the show notes and sign up and receive that early bird price before Friday, the 21st of January. And I will see you in the delicious, sacred space of ceremony very soon, my wildkin. And now let's move on to today's episode. Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Weaving the Wild podcast. In this space, we are reclaiming and remembering the wildish wisdom and knowledge that lies deep within our bones and reconnecting to those parts of ourselves that are both ancient and familiar. We talk about it all, awakening our collective wildness and dropping back into our bodies, honoring our cyclical rhythms, connecting to our roots, embracing our intuitive nature and living embodied within the feminine. I'm Rachel Hodgins, and I'm honored to be walking this path beside you. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and welcome to our first full moon of the year. We started out with a bang with our beautiful new moon in Capricorn just a few days into 2022, and now... Here we are at our first full moon, our first big release, and it's going to be a big one. I can promise you that much. The full moon in Cancer takes place on Tuesday, the 18th of January at 10.48 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Now, we know that full moons bring all the heightened emotions, right? As they light up, they illuminate the shadows and the places in our lives that are stuck or stagnant or blocked. Those areas that are unable to grow any further while there's these blockages or um, restrictions, right? These are the things that are being called to be let go. We always feel the feels on a full moon because it's activating and triggering these points and these shadow aspects basically of our lives, right? They're tricky and they're sticky. They don't feel good, right? This particular full moon falls in the sign of cancer, which means a couple of things. First off, while every sign of the zodiac has a ruling planet, cancer's ruler is not a planet per se, but the moon herself. So the moon doesn't just feel at home in Cancer. She is home. This is where she belongs, where she's most comfortable, where her energy most easily flows. So Cancer is ruled by the moon, who is reaching her peak right now at the full moon. Secondly, while the moon governs our emotional body and a full moon heightens this, right, obviously, which is why it can trigger such a strong emotional release. Cancer is a water sign, so it's also all about emotions. Cancer is all about the feels. Cancer is emotional, sensitive, empathic. She's intuitive. Think of the energies of the moon. Her mantra is, I feel. And that is very much the guidance that we're receiving this full moon how do you feel not what do you think and not what should you feel but what do you feel here and now what is it that is arising in your heart and in your body right now this moon cancer wants you to know that you are safe to feel it whatever it may be 
Cancer comes to hold you in it, to let you melt. She'll hold you together if you need to fall apart. She will hold you as you kick and scream or as you wail and yell and beat the floor or as you sob away at the television. Even as you fight back those tears that you try so hard to hide. She will remind you that you are safe in it all. And she'll tell you how much she loves you. Not in spite of your feelings, but because of them. Because of all that you are. Light, shadow, and everything in between. Because cancer is the mother. She is the mother of the zodiac. Her love is deep and it is felt. We feel it in our bodies. Now, this may come through in a number of ways, this full moon, right? And in any area of your life, really. However, cancer rules the fourth house of the zodiac. So it's likely that your attention may be drawn to areas relating to home. And I say that as home with a capital H. So the fourth house rules things such as our family, our household, our sense of home in in the more typical sense, I suppose. So in that way, you may notice things such as relationships with family and loved ones. And this will be further exacerbated with Venus being in retrograde. But your relationships with family, your relationship with your home, your dwellings, right, might be highlighted. But the fourth house also includes matters of home in relation to an even deeper sense of belonging and place in the world. And in this way, the fourth house also relates to ancestry, to our roots, our lineage, our place of origin. It also relates to our sense of home within ourselves. So cancer governs our sense of safety and security and connection within ourselves. So this full moon, can you witness any threads that tie the way that you're feeling right now, whether it be happy or sad, angry, resentful, excited, anxious, inspired, anything really, but can you witness where and how this feeling might be tied to your sense of home and belonging? It may not be, but just inquire Just explore that a little bit. So I invite you to sit with these ideas over the full moon. Move through the layers of what home means to you. How and when do you feel most at home within yourself? Is it when you're dancing or moving or making love, laying in sunshine, meditating, being in the ocean as an example? Like when do you feel most within yourself? and at ease and then you can look at what does home mean for you in the more immediate sort of tangible surface level of your life so by that I mean like your house your family your household that sort of thing and from there you can shift to the next layer what is home in relation to your sense of place your place in the world your relationship to the land that you live on relationship to the earth and then onto your ancestral homelands you know if you live on a land that your ancestors traveled to that they came to where is it that your roots lie 
And then finally, there's this even deeper sense of the word home and your relationship with the mother herself. And I don't mean your mother here. I mean the mother. Where do you find her? How connected do you feel to her, to the mother? This is a connection that takes us all the way back to our very first place of origin. It stirs our connection to to two very powerful, you might even say the original mother figures. So Mother Earth and the ocean herself where all life began. Because cancer also brings with her the raw, undulating, ceaselessly ebbing and flowing rhythm and power of the ocean. Cancer, the moon and the ocean go hand in hand, one and the same. And you might feel this energy over the course of this full moon rather than an overarching heaviness that can often settle upon us during some of the the water full moons, you might instead experience your emotions arising waves. So for some, it might come as one big crashing wave, right? That just hits you like a big downpour of emotional release that's been building up inside. And maybe that's all you've been needing. Maybe all you needed is just one really good release, right? And so you feel it rise up and reach its peak and then pull back again, just like the tide, right? The tide comes in and then it withdraws again. For others, it might be more like an emotional roller coaster. So up and down, up and down, seemingly fine one minute. And then the next minute you'll be sobbing at the telly or you'll be blowing up at your partner, you know, while you're in the kitchen. This is that ebbing and flowing still. It's the rising and falling of a tide of emotions. It's just that it's coming and going more frequently rather than one big crescendo. So it might go either way. It's an emotional time. (laughs) Don't beat yourself up. You're not going mad and there is nothing wrong with you. It's just the moon. (laughs) But honestly, Cancer full moons are full of emotions, but I find that they're they're of the more tender variety rather than the depths of our shadow selves like Scorpio might stir up. Scorpio is concerned with matters of power. Cancer is concerned with matters of the heart. So if there are tears, they're less likely going to be those gut-wrenching like what the fuck like what the actual fuck is going on here (laughs) and they're more likely to be those hot wet salty tears which just run down the cheeks as the heart reveals a piece of its most vulnerable self you know the tears I mean everyone is likely to be feeling very tender this full moon My invitation to you is to be with it. Don't suppress it or push it down. And that doesn't mean you have to unleash the full brunt of your emotions onto people around you. In fact, given that we've just shifted into our first Mercury retrograde for 2022, it's probably not going to be the best time to communicate those deep emotions that are probably bubbling over at the moment. 
And remember, everyone is experiencing the same moon, the same energies as you, my love. We are all dealing with our own shit. Your partner, your parents, your bestie, the person in front of you in the line, the person next to you in traffic. Everyone is navigating their way through this moment with as much awareness as they have at their disposal. And they may not have the capacity to hold you and yours as well. Now, cancer is represented by the symbol of the crab. It's so important to remember that while cancer is one of the most tender and emotional signs of the zodiac, she also has this hard exterior. Her outer shell serves as her defense to protect her soft insides, right, from the outside world. So I invite you to keep this in mind as well when it comes to dealing with other people under this full moon. Because like I said, everyone's experiencing the same moon as you. And though they may not be aware of it, they will still have their own shit coming up that they may be unconsciously spilling out onto you. So remember your boundaries. Remember your shell that can protect you from absorbing other people's shit. And if you're feeling overwhelmed by lots of emotion, a really good place to start is to ask yourself, is this my own feeling on the matter? Or does this feeling belong to someone else? And of course, it goes both ways. One of the more shadow sides of cancer is a dependency on others and an oversharing a reliance on others to hold your feelings for you. And I think this Mercury retrograde comes at a really interesting time with this full moon because it's asking us to consider not going in for that deep and meaningful with your partner or your friend. It prompts us to turn inward, to reflect back on what's going on inside us, right? And just because you aren't sharing and having your feelings validated by another person, it doesn't mean they can't be validated at all. Because you validate your feelings, my love. You do. First and foremost, like regardless of anyone else, you are the one who must witness, acknowledge, hold space for and explore, and then process and release right? It's, this is your work to do. So a shadow of cancer that may be illuminated for you this full moon is that tendency to overshare, to want to dump your feelings onto someone else and have them hold it all for you. The flip side of this and another form of cancer's shadow side is the hardening of the outer shell. So rather than oversharing, it's just shutting off entirely from emotion. And some cancers are notorious for having this most impenetrable shell, right? Barely showing any emotion and seemingly unable to hold space for other people's feelings. And yet, deep down, deep inside, they feel the most intensely out of all the signs in the zodiac. It's just that their walls are so high and so thick that it can seem impossible to find a way into their inner soft core. We don't want more walls, right? We want freedom and flow under this full moon and to be able to let it all out, to create space to receive. So don't shut off or downplay how you feel right now. Use your incredible gift of self-awareness, right? Acknowledge the feelings as they rise and flow through you and witness them fall and dissipate 
under the light of the full moon. Don't hold on to them. Don't cling. Just allow them to move. A couple of other things to note before we dive into some ways to work with this full moon, because there's quite a lot going on energetically speaking. And obviously I can't dive into it all, but I want to give you a super speedy snapshot to support you and provide some further clarity. So as well as our beautiful full moon in Cancer, we also have Venus and Mercury in retrograde, as I mentioned earlier. So Venus is calling us to consider our relationships to others and to ourselves. In other words, our sense of self-worth. And this might be interesting as well to consider in relation to this moon's theme of belonging. Venus is also concerned with our finances and our values. Then we have Mercury, who is halting external communication and prompting us to look inwards. So Mercury is our thinking planet. It governs not just how we communicate to others, but also the thoughts and our mental patterns that we hold, which dictate how we project ourselves, how we project our thoughts and our beliefs out into the world. And it's retrograding mostly through the sign of Aquarius. So you'll likely feel the pull to question your own beliefs and the way you've always thought about things. This transit has potential for some major downloads to drop in, whole new ways of seeing things and newfound clarity. We also have two other planets that are particularly active in relation to this full moon specifically. We have Pluto, the planet of power and transformation, of death and rebirth, and Pluto is hanging out near the moon herself at the moment. So expect some deep shifts right? There may be, probably will be discomfort, but it is a huge opportunity to clear out and to continue stepping further into your power, deeper into your power, layer after layers falling off for your truth to be revealed. We also have Neptune, planet of dreams and spirituality. Neptune is dreamy and mystical and related to unseen realms, very cosmic energy as well. And sometimes Neptune can cause confusion and delusion. But in this particular alignment, it's actually a really positive energy that it brings to the table. Neptune brings a softer side to this full moon and provides access to energies available to support us as we're feeling and unlocking and releasing in order to grow and step into our power and truth, right? All of this feeds into one another. So Neptune opens the realms of cosmic and spiritual guidance and support. Pluto initiates another layer of personal power and transformation through that shedding that's possible under the full moon. And Cancer illuminates the feelings which lie within our hearts that don't need to stay there, as well as illuminating what's buried deep in there that deserves more room to breathe and grow. And when we put it that way, this moon is quite delicious. <laughs> like it is big energy. It's potent energy. It's probably going to be quite uncomfortable. I would say challenging energy, but oh, there is so much juiciness to it. There is so much growth that comes when these energies are woven together. So lean in with self-awareness, obviously give yourself lots of space and allow the current itself to take you exactly where you need to go. Alrighty, a couple of practices and ways to engage with this full moon. Quick and simple. The first one is 
moonbathe. So while the moon is full in her home sign of cancer, her energy is going to be so big, right? So full of her, her energy. It's very gentle, but very potent energy. So if the weather permits, it will be such a beautiful opportunity to go outside and bathe beneath her rays. Moonbathing is no different to the practice of sunbathing. It's just that you're going out at nighttime and soaking up the moon's energy instead. And in doing so, it can help you connect deeply and really unlock your own intuition to the emotional and energetic realms within you. Number two is you might follow that up with a cleansing bath or shower ritual. Or you can do one or the other, whatever floats your boat. But seeing as this moon is in her home sign of watery cancer, and this is a full moon, let's not forget, so it's all about release, you might find this practice to be a really potent release ritual for you. Water is so cleansing and healing. And whether you do this as a bath or a shower or even foot soaks, I actually love foot soaks. They feel really ceremonial to me. But whatever you choose, the results will be the same. It is cleansing, purifying, releasing, right? I recommend doing a salt scrub as well, even just with some Epsom salts. You might like to mix some cleansing essential oils in there. I also recommend some grounding ones too, and then scrubbing your entire body, or if you're doing a foot soak, your feet and your calves. And as you exfoliate, consider yourself shedding off all that feels heavy, all that feels inauthentic, anything that feels stagnant or perhaps just too much. Like if you feel an overflow of one particular emotion, concentrate on shedding the excess so that at least what you are holding is something that you know you, you can contain, that you have the capacity to, to feel and be with. This is such a beautiful practice. The salt itself draws things out and then the water rinses away. And then you can drop into your bath or your foot soak or you can step beneath your shower and focus on the cleansing and purifying water that surrounds you. And side note, if you're interested, I have a handful still of full and new moon bath soaks left over on my website. There will be more coming, possibly in March, I think. But these are my moon bathe soaks. And there's two different blends of herbs and oils that I crafted with the specific moon phase in mind. And each bottle has been infused either under the full moon or the new moon to harness its energies. And the full moon soak, I think, is especially beautiful because it has the likes of hawthorn berry, which really opens the heart, which is important in order to truly release under a full moon. But it has other beautiful plant allies to help us ground when things feel heavy and to cleanse and release. I'll leave the link in the show notes for that if you want to check them out. And if they're sold out by the time you, you head over there, like I said, there'll be more coming in a few months. But essentially, practice one is moon bathe, and then practice two is a cleansing water ritual. It would be so powerful under this full moon in Cancer. And finally, number three is move your body. Dance, flow, shake, stomp, roll on the floor. It's, it's highly likely that you're going to be experiencing some heightened emotions this full moon. And that is essentially just an intense surge of energy rising in your body. But if it's hanging around, it's really important to move it. 
Think of it almost like your lymphatic system, right? If it's not moving itself, you need to move it. Otherwise, it's just going to stay stuck and stagnant. So this is especially important for those energies that get easily stuck. And it's usually because we're in some way avoiding feeling them. And that might be sadness or grief. Maybe it's anger or rage. Maybe it's shame. I find when I feel shame or even like embarrassment to a lesser degree, I automatically do one of two things. I move. So that might be like I just start swirling my hips or jump on the spot or something. Or, and this is actually probably more the main thing that I do without thinking, I sing. If I have like nervous energy in my body, sound is one of the quickest ways to expel and express it, to get it out. But move. If you're feeling heavy, move, shift it. Movement also helps us to feel it, which is important, right? There's a difference between thinking a feeling and feeling a feeling. Most of us are so stuck in our heads. Like we understand that we feel sad or mad. We understand it on an intellectual level, but so often we don't truly feel the feeling. We don't allow ourselves to drop out of our heads and into our bodies to feel. Not identify with it, not not get stuck and identify with the feeling, but just to meet with the feeling without judgment of it, without a story that, you know, this is bad or this is a part of me that's wrong or broken. Just meeting the feeling for what it is and allowing it to communicate what it has to say to you. Most of the time, we don't feel safe to drop out of our heads and into our bodies. We don't feel safe to feel the emotion in its entirety. And in this way, We might even end up caught in this tangled web where we're sort of trying to feel a feeling, but there's a part of us that always holds back, a part of us that avoids the depth that it will require, the trust and the surrender that it will require. And so rather than being in complete avoidance and numbing out or being fully in it and then moving beyond it, we get stuck in this weird purgatory of feeling the shit but never moving beyond it because part of us isn't going all in and this is where we get even more afraid to feel the feeling because we start to believe that it will never end and there's no way through we can't quite surrender because of the fear of it and this is the wisdom and that motherly embrace that cancer brings to us this full moon that it is safe to feel that we are divinely held on all sides, even if we feel like we're falling apart. But back to movement, (laughs) right? Back to movement. It's important to understand that this practice isn't just about drawing you into the feeling and just staying there. The intention is to allow your body to flow and express In other words, to allow the energy or emotion swirling or or sitting within you to start to move and flow and move up and out of you. This is going to be a really powerful practice for anyone who feels that energy rising within them over these few days, whatever the emotion might be. It might be nervous energy or anxiety, whatever it might be, move, shake it, stomp it, dance it run, pound the pavement, hop, 
just get it circulating and help it to move. One last point, I know I said that was the last one, but one more point is to cultivate your home frequency. So our home frequency is the energy or the frequency that we naturally return to. It's our baseline, right? It's where our energy sits when we're not being conscious of it. And sometimes when we haven't been tending to ourselves, especially our emotional and energetic selves, our frequency consistently starts to snap to anxiety or stress or rage or grief. This full moon, I invite you to think about what your home frequency is and what you'd like it to be. Hopefully they're one and the same, but if they're not, you can use the light of this full moon to illuminate the aspects of your life that are feeding your current home frequency. So if your home frequency at the moment is anxiety, for example, is that being fed by your work or a relationship in your life? The full moon sheds light on what it is that's blocking our path toward alignment, the things that are throwing us off or distracting us. So what is it? What is it that's affecting and feeding your home frequency? And how can you tend to those areas of your life? What are you called to release in those areas of your life? And then in turn, consider the energy that you do want for your home frequency. How do you want to feel? What's the baseline that you wish to live your life by? Is it love or gratitude, peace, trust? What's your desired home frequency? And then think about the things that help you cultivate that feeling. What can you do that brings you into alignment with that frequency? These are the things that we want to be doing each and every day. We need to make space for these. There's no two ways about it. If there is an energy that you want more of in your life, it's time to call it in and cultivate it. And this full moon can show you where you can make space in your life, what you can clear out in order to begin cultivating that true aligned home frequency of yours. Alrighty, there is so much more I could say, honestly, but I think I will leave it there because I think this moon should be kept as simple as possible. Really, my overall invitation to you is to go really gently with yourself practice self-care and nourishment mother yourself tend to yourself with the devotion of the mother and remember everything is ebb and flow everything comes and goes if this feels intense know that it's just the peak of a big wave rise with it and fall with it there's no need to fight it If you want more tips and practices for this full moon and if you want to stay in the loop, I'll be sending out a full moon letter on Monday the 17th to my newsletter friends. So you can head to the show notes and sign up if you're not part of my email list yet. And when you do, you'll receive my free guide that's got 10 practices and rituals to clear your sacred womb space. The link is below. Go and check it out. And of course, check out the link to Wildkin. This container is just going to be so beautiful. I cannot wait. Honestly, I can't wait for our first call and ceremony, which will be on the sacred day of Lamas. And I cannot wait to journey in this beautiful sacred space with all of you beautiful souls, my wild kin. 
if you want to go on this journey, if you want to join us in this sacred space, the links are all there in the show notes. You can sign up and you can still receive that early bird price until Friday the 21st when the price goes up to full. And of course, please be sure to share this episode. I love seeing your screenshots and shares. And if this episode has helped you, if it's felt supportive or nourishing in any way, chances are by you sharing it, it can support someone else who needs to hear it as well. And that means the world to me. Know that I'm sending you so much love from my tender heart to yours this full moon. Go gently, beautiful thing. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm walking my path here on Jaja Wurrung country, and I acknowledge the Jaja Wurrung elders, past and present.